definitely human. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It is Christmas in Hong Kong, 1921. Sebastian St. Battenberg has reunited with his overeager acquaintances as they pursue mysteries of the occult. Having been invited to a festive party by an enthusiast of the supernatural, Helen Brackford, they sit down to an exotic Christmas dinner. They four heroes of Orient are, bearing gifts they traverse afar to, the Infinite Bad. The Nightmare of Cao Yi Chao, Part 2. The waiters bring steaming, heaped plates of blue porcelain and place them before our heroes. The offerings are like nothing they've ever seen, let alone eaten. Glistening, moist brown messes, like thickets of muddy earthworms laced with strange, fantastical growths that appear to be some sort of exotic fungus. They look down at this place setting, and to their horror, see no silverware, just slender lacquered batons, perched on delicate ceramic crossbars, looking for all the world like arcane wands. I'm just shaking my head this whole time. I'm just <laughs> looking at you guys, just like, no. I start no. playing with the chopsticks, trying to decipher what they are or how I could use them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to take my lead from Make from Make an intelligence thing. check, to Joy, so you can see if you can... Uh... 19. Wow, okay. Um, so you, you start manipulating the chopsticks in your hand and looking at how everyone else is using them. Actually, you manage to get the knack of it quite quickly. Fantastic. So I, I would like to nonchalantly try to do the same. By, <laughs> like like side-eye, trying to watch what Joy's doing and act like I've done it before. Yeah, yeah also make an intelligence check, Connie. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you're, as you're trying to do this, one of them kind of slips out um, and, and hits, the, hits the table and then bounces onto the floor. And you're left with just just the one chopstick in hand. I act like that's completely normal, and I and I try to use the one chopstick. <laughs> I'm going to try as well. Okay. Yeah. Dorothy. 
eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can't quite get the knack of it, but you do manage to you hold one in each hand and start <laughs> improvising a solution whereby you kind of spoon it towards the edge of the plate um, and bring it to your mouth from there. Uh, but it's not it's not graceful, and and you can tell that uh, even Mrs. Brackford, who's who's quite jovial and generous of spirit, uh, seems to be suppressing a chortle while looking at, at you, Dorothy. So I do that once, and then I stop. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like the food anyway. So. Yeah, I just push my bowl as far away from me as possible and then take another drink. <laughs> okay. Um, the only drinks that are arrayed at this point are Chinese tea. There's I, no more Chinese. I immediately... <laughs> I only realize this as I'm drinking it and then I just put it down and just sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> After a few more moments, uh, the, the waiters bring a, a large steaming bowl of plain white rice uh, to accompany this kind of brown, tangled mess. Do you find that more palatable? No, I think I've fallen asleep by this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any of you eating? I'm eating. Yeah? Yeah. I'm giving it a shot, yeah. Okay. Joy's eating very well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, as you start eating, you notice that actually what they are, in fact, is noodles, uh, and they're actually quite tasty, and you, you start to eat them with, with quite a lot of relish, uh, too much to Sebastian's. <laughs> oh, you're actually fully asleep. Okay, and you're eating as well, Cornelia. Yes, I'm trying to eat it with one chopstick. Okay, great. And Dorothy, you. I'm just... looking on enviously. I okay. think I, I'm. I but I'm not going to chance it again. <laughs> uh, make a perception check, Joy, and and you, Cornelia, as well. You're eating. Fifteen. 19. Uh, both of you, you start eating quite, quite almost um, heedlessly and spooning more and more of it into your mouths. You're, uh, Cornelia, you're only limited by the necessity of using just the one chopstick, <laughs> but you find yourself actually bringing the plate up and using the chopstick as a tiny, thin shovel. I'm refusing to admit any mistakes. <laughs> How I've done it is the right way to do it. Um, but then you, mm, you, you taste something slightly off and you, you you pass it off as nothing initially um, but then you realise a piece of gristle and you pull it out and in fact Joy as you pull it out you notice that it's attached to a long knotted bit of hair Ooh. Wait, so I, I, pull it, I, I pull it out of my mouth? Yeah you've bitten around on a piece of gristle and as you pull it out you spill it out you notice that there's just yeah the, a kind of a knot of about a dozen Black coarse hairs. A dozen. Oh god! Yeah. I think I, I spit it into my hand and yeah. oh god, what is this? Make a, make a constitution save. Fifteen. Uh, okay, so you manage to suppress your urge to immediately retch onto the table, um, but yeah, you, you're you're quite discomforted to say the least. I'm shocked. I can't. I push the bowl away. I can't eat any more. Cornelia, you as well. Me you as well. Uh, make a constitution save because as you are watching Joy spit out onto her hand, this horrific uh, thing, you start tasting it in your mouth as oh, well. God. 11. 11. Okay, so you spit it out as well, and something very similar. Uh, this has more kind of fat and nerve around it and, and slightly less hair, but you notice to your horror that one of your teeth has come out alongside it. <gasps> you don't understand, and, and suddenly you feel your gums start to ache quite badly. Um... um. <laughs> Make a wisdom save, Cornelia. And also you, Joy, and you, Dorothy. Not you, Sebastian, because you're asleep. <laughs> Good strategic decision. Yeah. 15. 15? 14. 14. 13. 13. Okay, uh, so you both, uh, Dorothy and Joy, gain five dread. Cornelia, you still gain ten dread. Um, what do you want to do? 
She's speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> I would like to look at the rest of the food. Is it just all hair, gristle, and fat? As far as you can see, you look at it and it looks the same way that it looked when it was first brought to the table. It doesn't look like it's full of this horrible gristle and, and fat and hair. It looks like fungus noodles. Does anybody else have hair in their food? Dorothy? But I'm not eating. But yeah, also, yeah. no, but the whole, because we're on a table of ten, okay. right? So, like, I'm asking, make like, everyone. Make a perception check. Nine. Nine. Okay, so as you look around, first at the people at your table, uh, and then and then further, more broadly, in the rest of the room, uh, you notice that the scene has changed somewhat since since you, you started eating, and you kind of lost track of time a little bit. But it almost seems like the, the party has fast-forwarded by about 20 minutes, and it's an entirely different kind of atmosphere. Um, you notice that at your table, Sophia and Peter seem to have left entirely. Mrs. Brackford is passed out on the table. She's just kind of asleep, much like Sebastian is. Uh, and and the military man, you notice, is licking his lips furiously. He has an impressive moustache over his kind of worn, thin face. But you can see his tongue kind of flicking out lasciviously over his moustache um, as he's staring at the leaves at the bottom of his teacup. Uh, you notice his small son, seven years old, he's hitched up the tablecloth on his side of the table and he's found, he's kind of using his chopstick to carve strange patterns into the wood of the table. As you look up from the table to the rest of the room, uh, you notice that there's equally strange behaviour happening all across the room in all 300 guests. Uh, You notice at the next table over, there's an older gentleman, maybe at least 65 years old, and he seems to be passionately kissing uh, an equally elderly lady at the table. Um, The others... That's just disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) But really, really getting into it, like mounting the table to get at each other. Oh my God. you notice a man at a separate table has stood up uh, and even though he's very finely dressed, he's kind of thrown the lid off one of the Chinese teapots and he's urinating inside it while all the other guests at the table are laughing uproariously as if this is some great jape. I would like to shake Helen awake. Make a strength check. Three. Three. Okay, you, you start shaking her, but all you can hear is kind of a drunken mumble like... Make a perception check, Cornelia and Dorothy. Uh, also, make a uh, constitution check, Sebastian, to see if you wake up. Uh, which? Okie dokie. Six. Six. You do not wake up. You're still out like a light. Eighteen. <laughs> Dorothy. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, so Dorothy and Cornelia, you both notice that there are two eyes on you, and they are they belong to the Chinese waiter. And Cornelia, you've got an eye out for this one because it's the same one okay. that Peter Fairbank was interacting with. And he is staring at you specifically. You notice the the rest of the waiters are still milling around, acting like nothing is out of the ordinary, delivering food, delivering tea to tables. Uh, but this one is staring at you and specifically at you, Cornelia. And then he turns on his heel and he walks through the doors into the kitchens. That's pretty close, right? It's fairly close, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, is Peter, um, wait, what's his Fairbank? name? Peter Fairbank. Is he, he's not at our table anymore, but do we see him in the room at all? Make perception checks. I want to look for him and mm-hmm. Sophia as well. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Nine. No, no, you don't see either of them. Okay. What about the soldier guy? You haven't spoken to him. Soldier guy is still at your table, yeah? He see, do you say anything to him? Hell no! <laughs> he seems like he, he's He's just it. as bad as, I want to wake up. <laughs> Somebody at this table is going to wake up. Either... <laughs> 
I, I want to grab my little ceramic, um, uh, what is it, the bar that the chopsticks mm-hmm. sit on and throw it at Sebastian okay. to try and wake him up. Okay, make an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Okay, uh, you hit him square in the forehead. Sebastian, in your dream... Battenberg, St. Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your dream ends uh, with you running into a doorframe and you wake up with this kind of piercing... Ah, <laughs> uh, again! Every time. Sebastian, wake up. There's something really, really uh, creepy going on and I we need your full attention. I think the hangover is happening now. No. Usually it happens later, but it's happening now. Sebastian, can you snap out of it? Yes. Have your tea. Oh, must I? I'll have some Damn of this it. delicious looking no, food. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> How's the rice? Maybe he could eat some of the rice. But no, I don't advise eating anything. <laughs> don't, 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 don't eat don't anything. Trust anything. Maybe yeah. don't even drink the tea. Just okay. yeah. so snap what, out of okay, it. Okay, so I've just come awake. What can I see? I'm sat at the table with mm-hmm. the these guys, mm-hmm. my so bros. To your immediate mind, it seems as if the party has just swung out of control. Right. I mean, you, you notice Mrs... Yeah. Brackford is is passed out. You assume that she's drunk, like you were. Yeah. Uh, you notice the other two have left the table. That's not out of the ordinary. Uh, this this soldier guy who's kind of licking his lips and staring at his teacup. Again, you just assume that this. this I would like to uh, address the soldier guy mm-hmm. um, and just pro- proffer a hand. Hello, hello there. Uh, okay, so he's got his kind of teacup and it's very close. He's almost like looking into it like a monocle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looks at you, but he doesn't respond to you offering your hand. Oh. He says, yes, yes. <laughs> I just like leave my hand outstretched for quite a while, kind of looking at the hand and then looking at him and not really understanding. Like this seems obvious to me. Is he, he's, where's this guy from? Uh, he, he looks and sounds British. Uh, okay, I guess I withdraw my hand. <laughs> Uh, Sebastian St. Battenberg, charmed, I'm sure. Um, uh, what, what is your name? I don't think we've met. Uh, uh, Elliot, uh, St. Battenberg, good, good British, good yes. British name. Yes. Not a communist. No. Not what? a nationalist. <laughs> no. Communists on the march. Yes. Are yes. they? And he, he looks, he looks into his teacup as if he's seeing them right there. And are they on the march concern. in your teacup, sir? <laughs> well, What? How much have you had to drink, old boy? Oh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all uh, we all like to have a few at a party. I mean, it is Christmas after all. Uh, you see, he seems, seems to be ignoring you at this point. He's okay. just looking at his tea and then... Did you say he had a son? Or? Yes, he's got a little seven-year-old boy who's next to him who seems to be completely disengaged from all of you. He's carving these strange kind of patterns. And how are you, little man? And I ruffle his hair. Uh, he ruffle his hair and he kind of starts as if he doesn't doesn't want to be disturbed. But other than that, he doesn't respond to your uh, solicitation at all. Cornelia, do you recognize these symbols that he's carving? I would like to make an occult check. Make an occult check. Six. Six. Uh, a sense of familiarity, of unwelcome familiarity, washes over you as you look at them that you can't divine any more than that. Would we recognize them? We've seen some weird stuff yeah. before. Yes, uh, you should also all okay. make occult checks if you want uh, to look at them. Yeah. Obviously, you will do so with lower bonuses, but... 14. Eight. Eight. 12. 12. Uh, Dorothy, uh, you think, and you spent a lot of time since your adventure in the Nile thinking about what you saw there and really engaging with it and trying to, to bring your rational mind to bear on it. These symbols... Do you have something of the of the Egyptian about them to your mind? 
Okay. I lean back in my chair and sort of close my eyes kind of contentedly as if I'm ready to go back to sleep. Nothing really has happened of interest to me. <laughs> Sebastian, do not go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sebastian? Yeah. Yes. Se- are you with me, Sebastian? Yes. Okay, I, what should we do? We could go to sleep. No, Sebastian, that's not an option. Okay. What? No. Everyone seems a little bit... Is everyone okay? You all seem a bit, you know, weird. Well... We were eating the food, and then all this uh, hair and gristle was in in it, and I sort of spat it out, and then and then the whole room is in disarray, and I feel very uncomfortable about how accelerated this party's become. It's been five minutes. <laughs> Do we see anybody else who is also freaked out? Uh, looking around, you only see just revelers and this kind of horrific bacchanalia unfolding. Except for you the waiter. You do notice actually mm-hmm. that the waiter has come back out. And he's brought someone with him. Uh, another waiter, to your mind, you can't really tell much more more about him than that. Um, but they seem to be talking to each other, whispering and looking in your direction. And then they both go back through to the kitchens. Yes, this isn't really my kind of party, I'll be <laughs> honest. I, I'm not sure what types you hang around with, Mrs. Cavendish, but it uh, seems like an odd sort. Must be how they do things in Hong Kong. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Yeah, makes sense. Perhaps you just didn't enjoy your meal and you've got an upset tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Should we follow the waiters at this point? For more drinks, good idea. I get up and follow the waiters. I think Cornelia is properly freaked out by the tooth thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's all come crashing back to her. Yeah, what are you feeling right now with your tooth out? Like, is it painful or is your mouth full of blood or... I don't know. You Yeah, you, you can taste blood. Uh in fact, yeah, you should take a hit point of damage for the for losing that tooth. For a tooth? Mm-hmm. Okay. I pass <laughs> you a napkin to Okay, well we shouldn't let Sebastian go wandering into the kitchens by himself though. So I'm probably about halfway across the room by now. Okay, I just because I don't want to be alone, I'll follow yeah. you guys. <laughs> okay. So you're all you're all setting off towards the kitchens? Yes. Okay. No one stops you from getting there. You have to push past a few people. Uh, someone bumps into you, St. Uh, Battenberg, kind of stumbling backwards while dancing. And you notice that his trousers are around his ankles uh, and he's kind of flailing around while everyone at his table that he's making a spectacle of himself for is like laughing uproariously. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but as you manage to kind of press them to one side, uh, you're able to to step into the kitchen So stepping through these wide double doors, uh, you feel that you're leaving behind the strangeness of the banquet behind you. And the difference is startling and immediate. You now find yourselves in a filthy tiled room about half the size of the banquet hall. And there's a long wooden table running down the center of this. There's a row of wood burning stoves on either end of the room. And your visibility, although it's significantly hampered by the billowing clouds of greasy steam that fill the kitchens, you can see at least a dozen cooks in here. And they're all shouting at each other and bustling around. Several are hurriedly chopping cuts of raw meat on the central table in alarmingly unsanitary conditions. You can see one fellow whose eyes are streaming and he's snorting loudly. He sneezes violently as he's rooting around in the gaping cavity of what you assume to be a particularly unfortunate duck. I thought this was a really upmarket hotel. I'm shocked at these conditions. Um, I I would like to um, sneak and investigate the ingredients and see if I can find out what on earth this gristle is. Great, make a stealth check. 
17. Great. Uh, so you find it uh, unproblematic to melt into the corners of this room as it's, it's completely filled with steam and smoke and fire and noise. So um, you are hidden from view. The rest of you, though, are you trying to stay hidden or are you just... I'm looking for someone who can give me more booze. Okay. And Cornelia? I'm trying to stay hidden behind uh, Dorothy. (laughs) Sorry, can I see any booze just out on its own? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you can see uh, a couple of bottles of champagne. Okay, Um, great. Yeah, no, I I don't bother the the workers then. I just go towards the champagne. Okay. And Dorothy, what what are you doing? Well, I figure that maybe talking would give, like talking to the waiters would give you, give Joy cover a little bit to do her investigation. So... I guess I'll I'll just approach the nearest person and demand to know what was in the food. Okay, so uh, Dorothy, you're stepping forward towards the cooks. Um, Sebastian, you're kind of stepping past them. But as both of you start advancing into the kitchen, uh, two of the cooks turn towards you, and their 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 uh, white undershirts are completely soaked through with sweat, and they're kind of yellowed and stained, uh, and their fronts have all this grease smoke all over them. Um, but they have these large chopping cleavers in their hands, uh, and cigarettes kind of perched in the corners of their mouths, and they look at you uh, just upset that you're even there and and they start waving their their cleavers at you in in a kind of um, motioning you out of the kitchen motion uh, and and screaming at you in Chinese. I would like to also make a motion with my hands which is the pouring a bottle into a glass. Okay Uh, do you want to contribute to this interaction Dorothy? Um, I'm going to see how how they respond (laughs) to that. Okay uh, they take a second to understand what your meaning is, Sebastian, and then they glance over at the champagne bottles and then back at you, and they kind of furrow their brows and shake their heads, and they and they uh, more vehemently motion you away. At this point, two other cooks um, have have turned also with cleavers in hand, and they don't seem immediately hostile. They just seem utterly put out that you're even there. Cornelia, you make a perception check at this point, and, and Joy as well. You're, you're you make an investigation check actually. Because you've got more time. Eleven. Five. Five. Okay, uh, Joy, to be honest, the, the smell of everything is kind of nauseating you a little bit. So you're trying to have a look at the ingredients, but they're so vile. But in, in a fairly mundane way, they're just horrific, grisly cuts of meat that have probably been kept out for a bit too long. Uh, you got a 13, Cornelia. I, what, 11? Oh, sorry, 11. Uh, you can see through to the other side of the room... Uh, the same waiter that Peter Fairback was talking to, and he's just disappeared through a door at the far side of it. I want to point him out to um, everyone around me. Saying, him! Him! He's got something to do with it! Uh, yeah, well, I guess the party's over anyway. Shall we head off? But we're what being... Are we being blocked by the other... Well, yeah, these these four cooks, they want you to leave. Fair enough. I mean, it's their kitchen. Let's go. Who's the, who's the guy that you recognise? That waiter. The waiter. Oh, Fairbank put something on his tray earlier. Okay. And he's been looking at me all night. He has been looking at us very strangely. Oh, there's that we word again. <laughs> Let's confront him. Yeah, yeah, I think we are. You point must, you must confront him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you ladies and confronting people? I thought we were just going to have a nice party. The party's not very nice, is it? And I'd rather <laughs> go to something else. <laughs> I mean, I can't fault your logic there. Fine, let's go confront a man, I suppose. So, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Are you just gonna start striding 
Yeah, we'll bustle past them. Yeah, I think we point towards the chefs and put our arms up and say, you know, don't worry, don't worry, and then point and then just kind of stride on and, you know, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as you do so, uh, Joy, they look at where you're pointing and they see that you're pointing to the other side of the room and the doors that pass through. uh, And they look back at you and they kind of nod and they have a a kind of a shrug expression on their faces and they go back to their chopping um, even more hurriedly than before as if they're trying to make up for the time they lost interacting with you. Great, I stride on. Yeah, I lead the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, after spending a few minutes in these kitchens, you're finally able to exit and you're immediately rewarded with a blessed silence. The room you have passed into is glacially calm and very cold. Indeed, with the uncomfortable heat of the kitchen still trapped in your clothes, you wonder at the sight of your breath wafting before you in coiled puffs. In the near dark around you, you can see dark shadows swinging, almost imperceptible in the murk. The strong smell of cleaned meat finds you now, and you recognise the shapes as your eyes acclimate. They're pigs, dozens of them hewed in half lengthwise and hung on hooks by their hind legs, their noses nearly touching the ground the pale striations of their ribs almost obscene in the dim light. And you hear a sound from further into the room. My eye immediately begins to twitch (laughs) out of my control. Um, Where is the waiter? Can we... Uh, You can't see very far in this room. Uh, Your eyes are still adjusting, but you can hear there's some something is happening further down the room. There's some sort of sound. It, It sounds like a kind of a tinkling almost okay well i think i feel very freaked out by where we found ourselves but i would still like to maybe sneak hiding behind the pigs just to see if i can get a glimpse of the uh waiter mm-hmm. yeah okay make a stealth check at advantage because it's quite dark 20 oh very nice <laughs> uh okay so uh joy you melt into the shadows and are one with them. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I do it. Just flitting skillfully from one pig carcass to another. Uh, You manage to make headway into the room quite far. Do you choose to leave the rest of your group behind as you forge into the room? Okay, so ahead of you, and you're quite certain that you're not being detected by anything, but you see something. Uh, There is another carcass hung on a hook, but this one is much thinner than the others. And as you approach it, you begin to notice other features, the straightened legs, the narrower ribs, the matted hair, and the dangling arms. This is a man's corpse, and it's been gutted and dressed like a prized sow. It's twitching in the frigid air, swaying side to side. And then you realise that there's someone on the other side of this corpse who's doing something that's making it kind of twitch and move. Uh, Joy, make a wisdom save. At disadvantage, because you're alone. 15 and 11. Okay, so you gain 10 dread from the sight of this. And the rest of you have lost sight of Joy at this point. She does this every once in a while, but you're still (laughs) worried for her. (laughs) I'm still just staring at the meat. I don't like seeing meat this way. It brings back horrible memories. <laughs> uh, I'd like to look for anything that might be used as a weapon. Are there like cleavers in here? Or anything um, I'd use to protect myself? You notice that there's a couple of mops and brooms. That'll do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a sensible idea. I will also take a broom. And Sebastian? Uh, <laughs> you just kind of have a moment. I just kind of like 
yeah, I'm sort of jogged out of it by seeing you two just holding brooms and <laughs> <laughs> just like furrow my brow, but I don't say anything. Joy, what do you choose to do? What can I see? I he I can't. The man can't see me, and I I can just see someone some behind working on this carcass on, on, this on the carcass, corpse. Yeah, yeah, and you could circle around. I make you make another stealth check if you circle around so you could see him. Then. Oh, I'm scared to, but I will. Okay. Nine. So you start circling around the carcass and you notice that there is a indeed a man there and he's dressed in a simple white Changshan and it's stained in yellow brown and streaked bloody. Uh, and it's kind of hiked up around his elbows to leave his forearms bare. And you can see this, his, his skin is walnut brown and extremely sinewy and hard uh, and, and it almost glossy as if all the hair has been worked off of his forearms through some sort of repetitive motion. And he's got a razor or some sort of very sharp filleting knife. And he's carving strips off the body's thigh, which is at about eye level, the way it's being hung. And strips of skin and flesh are kind of coming off in a curl, like like scraping ice cream with a spoon. What, like really thin cuts of meat? Yeah, like almost like shavings like a of skin. Yeah, exactly. Like a, like a carpaccio. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Joy, he's noticed you. Oh, and you can tell that he's noticed you. Uh, okay, I make a run for it. I can't. I okay. Mean, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you abandon stealth and start making a run for it. <laughs> and you, the rest of you, uh, hear her yeah. kind of pitter-patter of her feet. Uh, I run towards the noise. Yes. Joy, what have you seen? No, we must turn around. We must leave right now, guys. We have to go. Uh... No. Did you see the waiter? Make, make perception checks. Was it everyone. the waiter? It was a different. It, it was not. It, it was, was a different. Not, how big is this man. room? Uh, it's it's quite large. It's about as big as the kitchens. So it's about half okay. the size of the banqueting hall. There's a lot of pigs in here. Okay. Twelve. Fourteen. Nine. One. Oh. <laughs> Joy Dutton careens into her comrades, babbling incoherently, frantic with panic. As they try to make sense of her, to measure their danger, they catch sight of a pig carcass swaying behind her. Steel flashes in the darkness, and in a heart-stopping instant that paralyzes them all, a filleting knife comes down on joy. You've been listening to The Nightmare of Cao Yi Chow, Written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling. With music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor. Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish. David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg. And Charlie May as Joy Dutton. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. You can follow us on Twitter at The Infinite Bad and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.